Hello, and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Cat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and the host of Wicked Housewives on K-Pod TV Show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Cat gets to be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we have an incredible guest with us tonight. We have Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. And uh, Jennifer learned early that some of our most profound experiences aren't the ones that are the most fun. Not because they don't deliver treasures, jewels, or joy, but because they teach us so much about ourselves. Healing from a traumatic childhood set Jennifer on a 30-year journey. From flight attendant to master gardener, she is a fearless woman who has done it all. She's an author, intuitive energy healer, hypnotherapist, and certified love and passion coach. She's also a mother of three and an ordained minister. She says that as a Scorpio, she unabashedly says she has enjoyed sexual expression and now loves herself fearlessly. She assists women to find deep, intimate, and sacredness in sex. Jennifer guides women to lovingly accept themselves as they are. Her motto is, if you don't love being alone with you, how can you expect anyone else to? The more we love, the more love we give to ourselves, the more emotionally available we become to our partners and loved ones, the more fun, happiness, and passion we share. So Jennifer is an author of the blog Orgasm for Life and has a book by the same name coming out soon. Jennifer, Jennifer's blog is Jennifer Elizabeth Masters at Blogspot. And she's a featured contributor to Digital Romance, Vixen.Daily, and Your Tango. So welcome to the show, Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you. So, uh, Jennifer, you just go mostly by a Jennifer, right? Not Jennifer Elizabeth? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. So, Jennifer, you were born and raised in Toronto. Uh, What was this traumatic childhood experience that set you on a 30-year journey? I was molested by four different men, and I'm not talking about at the same time, but over a period of years, I was molested by four different people. And that created victimhood, a lot of negativity. I blamed others. I was extremely uh, filled with self-loathing, guilt, shame, you name it. And I really struggled, you know, with low self-esteem for most of my life. 
Mm. So did you did you actually know these people who victimized you? Yes, I did. And that's okay. typically typically the way it goes, babysitter, sibling, uncle, you know, that sort of thing. So when your boundaries are crossed early, then you tend to kind of equate sex with love, and we all know that sex and love are two different things. Oh, very, very different. So tell us about your journey out of this victimhood. How did how did you get out of this? Well, it, it took me a while, but what finally happened, I kept repeating the same pattern, looking for love outside of myself, you know, <laughs> getting married mm-hmm. multiple times, <laughs> divorced multiple times. And finally, at the end of my third marriage, I recognized, I sat down and I kind of downloaded this this thing. It was It's a relationship matrix where I put the names of my partners on one side and all of the similar events that happened in the relationships. And when I looked at it, I recognized I was the common denominator in all these relationships. And I went, wow, I can't blame these people. (laughs) It's me that's the problem. It's me that I need to look at instead of pointing my finger at everybody else. Well, that's, that, that took a lot of strength to do that though. I mean, that was, that was a very big step in the right direction. Um, can, Can you tell our listeners how they could set that up if they were going through this as well? How could they do what you did to help themselves out of the same predicament? Well, one of the things is we have to learn to take responsibility for ourselves, for our life, for our happiness, our health. And, you know, and when it comes to happiness, we can't look for happiness in a marriage, in a car, in wealth. It doesn't come from somebody else validating us. And all of us have had something traumatic happen in our childhoods and lots of things happen as we get older as well. But when we start looking at ourselves, instead of focusing on the other person, look at you, go inside. When you feel a reaction to something, then it's your issue. You know, nobody can make you angry. Nobody can hurt your feelings unless you allow it to happen, unless you have a trigger within you. So what I do with my clients is I help them focus because sometimes it's hard to do it on our own. I mean, it it took me a long time because I did it without Mm -hmm. a coach, but you know, Mm -hmm. that's what the work I do now because I found happiness within me. I found that self-love within me. And so now I'm happy with me excuse me, whether I'm in a relationship or not, whether I'm alone or I'm with a group of people. And see, that's what true happiness is all about. It's not dependent on outside circumstances. It's always present. Oh, that, that's wonderful. So you started traveling around the world. Did you, did you become a flight attendant to help you connect with this stronger inner you and to work through these issues because you you flew from Europe to India to Bali and all across the United States. 
Well, actually, I became a flight attendant, I think, to escape home and to escape pain. And, and as we know, <laughs> you can't run away from pain. So that was kind of early on. And now that I, I lived in England for a couple of years, and I, I am quite a bit of a gypsy. I'm an adventurer at heart, and I get a tremendous amount of joy from travel. Uh, but part of my spiritual journey took me to India and Bali and I learned to you know to read the Akashic records and I studied with a couple of shaman there in India a guru um, and that helped my I would say my healing experience as well um, travel mm-hmm. is something it opens our horizons I think to new ways of being oh I agree um, and so now you are actually a master gardener. Are you still involved with uh, your heavenscapes? <laughs> That's what it's called, heavenscapes. <laughs> For I love heavenscapes. That. No, I I left I left that company. I sold it in uh, 2011. And I, that was it. I had done it for 11 years. It was a wonderful journey. It helped me connect to the earth. It really mm-hmm. helped to ground me. Uh, but I, I don't, I love to garden, but I don't do it professionally anymore. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing professionally now? Well, I, I write books and I'm coaching. I have clients that come to me often, and I know your journey through breast cancer. I have people come to me when they've been diagnosed with breast cancer or they have recovered from breast cancer to help heal the issues. You know, we know that emotions and thoughts are what create the disease in the first place. So I help people move out of negativity, out of fear and help them, mm-hmm. you know, get to that place of self-nurture. Mm-hmm. You're so right. When we're, when we're in fear or extreme sadness or depression, it lowers the vibration frequencies of our body and dis-ease is able to come in. And so sometimes when we're down there in that funk, as well you know, Jennifer, it can be mm-hmm. really hard to pull ourselves back up. But, you know, when we've got somebody like you who, who's been through there, through that, through that muck and mire, and can actually give someone still stuck in it a helping hand, can make all the difference in the world. So you do intuitive energy healing as well. Is that correct? Yes. I incorporate all my gifts into my, my session. So when you hire me for coaching work, then all my guides and angels and, and my intuition comes with me. It's part of the package. It, it's what it's what I am and who I am. So um, when I'm in the middle of a coaching session, my client may say something to me. For example, um, well, you know, my son did this, and I will bring up, well, what I'm hearing is that this happened in your childhood, and these two things are connected. So I get to the root of the issue because – I have that connection with source energy, and I get clear mm-hmm. guidance on each person I'm working with. That's great. And so um, you're also a certified love and passion coach. What, is, what exactly does that mean? Well, as a, as a love and passion coach, I help people get balanced within their own sexuality. You know, we all have masculine and feminine, and 
I typically work with women, but I do have some male clients. A lot of us women who are in the business world have a tendency to be very masculine in our energy. You know, we're producing, we're going after business, and those are very masculine energies. And so I help women become more grounded in their divine feminine and balanced in the masculine because a lot of us, as we get older, we have a tendency to sort of turn off that switch, that, you know, that sexual switch, and maybe start saying no to sex when that could really help us experience who we are on a deeper level. Our sexuality is an integral part of who we are. And why do you suppose some women uh, switch off that switch or turn off that sexual switch? That's a really good question, Kathleen. Um, (laughs) Sometimes women have an aversion to intimacy. Now, they could be married. They could, a lot of women that are married for a long time have a fear of intimacy. So they don't want anybody to get real close. And sex, as you know, we have a tendency to get pretty close and connected to our sexual partners. So it could be a fear of intimacy. Pardon me? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, and, and then the other thing is, is that we may be uh, turning our nose up or afraid to really get into pleasure. And when we deny ourselves pleasure, and it could be whipped cream on your piece of pie, or it could be sexual pleasure, but pleasure, denying yourself pleasure, can also shut down your ability to earn a good living. Because the more able we're we are to receive pleasure. See, that's a it's a first chakra and second chakra um, energy, and those things are associated also with money, with earning abundance. So, the more open you are to receiving pleasure, the more open you are to receiving wealth, abundance as well. That's so interesting. I never really thought of that, but you know, you're absolutely right. Um, the so, two are very closely related. Yeah. So, how does this all also um, uh, become a part of you being an ordained minister? Is is this part of what you do in your ministry as well? Help people find mm. themselves, reconnect, and become more passionate? Well, I will say that the connection to the divine source energy, God, you know, whatever you wish to call this higher power, is really what fills us and you know, a lot of people are out there lost and feel a huge void. And when we have a really connected relationship with source energy, with God energy, then we never feel lost or lonely. So, yes, it is a part of what I do. Wow. Well, let's talk about uh, your book that is out now. I know you've, you've got one that's coming out where we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on, Sexy over 60, but you do have a book on Amazon, which is titled Orgasm for Life. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Where did you come up with the title for the book and how can it be helpful to women? 
Okay, the title actually came to me through a friend. <laughs> he recommended I use the title. Um, the it's a great title. I, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and now what does it mean? So does that mean that we're fornicating uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week? No, that's not what it means. But what it does mean is the more happy that, that you are with you, the more in love with yourself, with your life, the more joy-filled you are, the more fulfilled you are with your work, the happier you're going to be, the more bliss, which we have when we have an orgasm, that you'll experience every day. And now I can hear some people going, oh, nonsense, you can't be in bliss every day. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. It is a wonderful experience. And I, I won't say I cartwheel out of bed, but I wake up in joy. And so uh, for our listeners who you said, you know, just kind of poo-pooed that, what is, do, you, do you have a tip you can give them or a suggestion to help them reach that, that uh, you know, orgasm for life level that you, took, you talk about in this book? Well, what, what one is something of the, they can okay. do? Okay, one of the things is to lovingly embrace all of you. And the way that you can tell if you're being self-critical, are you critical of others? When you see somebody walk by you, do you judge them? Do you make comments in your head? If you do, you're doing the same thing to yourself. So the more loving words, loving thoughts that you can give you, more self-acceptance for the way you are, rather than than expecting yourself to be perfect or have the perfect job or lose the 30 pounds, be happy with you now. Be grateful for who you are now. And it's all about acceptance, self-acceptance as we are right now. And when we become happy with us, we have a lot more joy, a lot more love to give other people because our hearts are open rather than closed. Uh, so it, it kind of ties in with your motto that I read at uh, the very beginning of the show, that if you don't love being alone with yourself, how can you expect anyone else to as well? And the more we give to ourselves and the more emotionally available we become to our partners and loved ones, the more fun happiness and passion we have so basically you're saying if you're finding that you're being really critical with people who walk in the room especially women let's face it women are really critical with other women we you know kind of size them up when they walk into a a room in a party oh do I like that dress or like those shoes what's she trying to say with that outfit stuff like that if you are criticizing someone like that that means that you basically do it to yourself as well Correct. Mm-hmm. And so if we want to make that mind change, if we want to make that mind shift, every time you start to hear that little critical voice in our mind, we should just kind of shut that off, right, Jennifer? And then well, say something yes. positive, like, I love right. that dress. Right. And here's the other thing is that if we're, if we're criticizing someone else, it's because we feel less than. And when we feel less than, what do we need? We need love. So I I use mantras to heal the mind. Our unconscious mind just runs amok when it doesn't have a rudder. Mantras help to steer the, the unconscious mind. So I give people a mantra, very simple. I 
I love me or I am love. Either one of those. Oh, I love okay. me or I am love. And now recently my daughter went through a breakup and she felt very insecure. And I gave her a series of mantras. The first one is I am loved. The second one is I am safe. And the third one is I am secure. And those three will really make you feel grounded, whole, and perfect as you are, because you are. That's wonderful. What a, what a great mantras to have. We're going to take a quick break right now. And as soon as we come back, we're going to ask Jennifer what the biggest issue is that she sees women have with aging. So don't go away. We're going to be right back. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Welcome back, everyone. We have Jennifer Masters with us on the show today, and she's talking about youthing and orgasm for life. And just before the commercial, we were talking about how less than needs more of love. And Jennifer actually gave us three affirmations that we can use to help us get more of that love. So welcome back, everyone. And Jennifer, what do you see is the biggest issue women have with aging? Not liking the way they look. You know, wrinkles and aging is something that we can do gracefully if we are constantly fighting nature, if we are looking at ourselves and going, oh, my God, I look so old, those thoughts are going to cause you to age faster. Instead, revel in your beauty. You have wisdom that youth does not have. And know that this beauty that you have, the more that you think positively about yourself, the more loving thoughts that you have, and the happier you are, the younger you will look for longer. So it's, it's a mindset. Our beliefs about aging are what cause us to age faster. In your travels, Jennifer, did you find, because um, I spent a, a lot of time in Europe, I was born and raised over there, do you find that here in the United States we have a tendency to focus more on youth than in Europe where they tend to applaud anyone who makes it past 50, probably because of all the wars 
but the, you know they they look at age differently. They feel that they've earned every single wrinkle on their face, and that every line is is a love line. Whereas here in the United States, we have such a fascination with youth that it's almost like we're 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 making ourselves a little demented over it. Do you find the same thing? Well, I do, but it's it's deeper than just youth. It's perfection. And, mm. you know, I mean, I consider myself an attractive woman, but my teeth aren't perfect. Mm. And, you know, if you look at my videos or you see my pictures, I have a crooked smile. But you know what? That's me. That's who I am. So trying to be perfect, like, I, you know, I had a very pointy nose when I was young. My mother's Ukrainian, so we have this Ukrainian nose. When I was young, I was so insecure that I didn't want people to see me, you know, that profile image of me. And so I would always try and face people face on. Well, now I, I could care less. We have to embrace what we've been given, our God-given gifts. You know, we don't need to be perfect. We're perfect as we are rather than striving, you know, know, having to get. I know a couple of women that are my age, and they've had faceless and and eyeless as well, like, you know, two, three surgeries already. And I mm-hmm. won't do that. I'm not going to touch my face. <laughs> you see, mm-hmm. what you see is what you get. <laughs> That's right. And, and you know, we're talking when we're talking about imperfections. It it makes me remember how I believe it's the Hopi Indians when they're weaving their rugs actually weave a little mistake right into them, an imperfection, because they say that only God himself can be perfect, and he has created an imperfect world that is perfect because of its imperfection. And I think we kind of need to focus on that with our bodies. They're, They're not perfect, and if we did look absolutely perfect, we'd look like mannequins. You know, we right. have learned every wrinkle and love line here, and we're going to need to embrace that. You're, you're absolutely right. So um, what, is, what is in this book that will make women want to read it uh, that you plan to have coming out soon with Sexy oh, Over Sexy 60? Over 60? Oh, how, yes. Tell well, I have, I have some really juicy details about keeping your hormones alive, a lot of people mm-hmm. think that after menopause, sex stops, and I'm here to tell you it can be so much more pleasurable because, A, we don't have the fear of getting pregnant. We probably don't have young children running around the house. So mm-hmm. really coming into the, the, the golden years can be some of the most productive and most fun years of our life. So rather than thinking that, well, I've hit 60 Life is over. Oh, no, no, no. It's a shift in perception. Life is really beginning, and it can be so much fun. So I talk about happiness and how that will keep you youthful. I talk about dance and how dancing will keep your hormones healthy because here's the thing. Most people, as we age, become more sedentary, and if you keep moving – and you get yourself outside, you're going to find yourself a lot more healthy. And that depression that can happen later on in life doesn't happen. We need the sun 
to keep us healthy, alive, and depression-free. So there's a lot of things, like people are in fear of the sun, but what I will say is that, you know, vitamin D is one of those things that prevents cancer. Well, where do you get that from? From the sun. So getting outside every day, walking and moving, will help to keep you youthful, your joints moving properly, and it will also help to keep, you know, the weight down as well. So I talk about the the body as a sacred temple, how to eat foods that are going to youth you, make you younger as opposed to age, because there's certain foods that can age you more rapidly. Wow, that sounds like a great book. Jennifer, I believe it or not, we're down to our last five minutes of this show. I told you, this show always goes so fast because we have the most fascinating guests on. Um, Jennifer, tell us one more time how the listeners can contact you or or find your blog, um, uh, your website, all of that. Okay, you can find my blog by Googling Love Yourself Fearlessly, and my website is Aphrodite Effect, and you can also find that through JenniferElizabethMasters.com. You can email me as well by JenniferElizabethMasters at gmail.com, and I hope you'll check out my blog, Love Yourself Fearlessly. And uh, what is this you're a contributor to Digital Romance? Are you still doing that as well? Yes, I am. I write for them and, and I do videos for them. Mm-hmm. And how can how can our listeners find that? Uh, digital Romance have uh, YouTube videos. So if you go to YouTube and and key in Digital Romance, or you can go to digital. I can't even say it. DigitalRomance dot <laughs> com. Uh, I have uh, several articles there on a regular basis too. And uh, Vixen dot Daily. What is that? Well, that's actually it's a, a younger dating type of uh, data ins, insight and information for young women who are wondering, does he love me? <laughs> Is he still in love with me? Or does he just want sex? So it's, it's kind of um, a how-to, you know, navigate the dating world. Cool. And what about uh, your tango? What is that? I, your Tango is a it's a platform for people to get information, and uh, I had written many articles for them. But as far as you know, blog articles, I have almost six hundred on love yourself fearlessly. So if you are looking for information about self love, manifesting, happiness, using sex, sexuality, you can definitely find it at love yourself fearlessly. And you do have a book on Amazon right now. Give us the title of your book that you have on Amazon and uh, so that our, our listeners can go and, and find your book. Okay. I have two. Orgasm for Life is the latest one, Orgasm for Life. And the previous book was called Odyssey, Victim to Victory. So if you're challenged with happiness or, or being a victim, or you've had sexual trauma or anything like that, that book will help you to move through that or begin to heal your life. Wow. Well, uh, Jennifer, I just really want to thank you so much for coming on to the show with us today. And uh, I would like to leave our listeners with um, whatever thoughts 
you would like to leave with them before the show ends today? We're down to our last two minutes, so I'm going to leave that last minute to you. Okay, thank you, Kathleen. Thank you for having me. To enjoy life more, we need to give to ourselves. Happiness begins with you. It's a choice, a personal choice. Do something fun every day. Do something that makes your heart flower and open. Crank up the music. Dance in your living room. But do enjoy yourself. Much love to you. And thank you so much, Kathleen, for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the show with us. Uh, This has been Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. And uh, I hope you'll come back again when when your next book comes out. And uh, we'll have more chats about Uh, sexy over 60 and uh, what's happening in the world of women so thank you again for being on the show today everybody you can listen to this show in the archives Uh, Kathleen O'Keefe's cannabis radio show you can also go on to Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Facebook and pull it up there as well so until next Wednesday 6 to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time 3 to 3 Pacific time. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Canada Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Canada. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancelland.com and accessyourinnerguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.